Live people ignore the strange and unusual. I myself am strange and unusual. Are we ready to rock? <laughs> All right. A one, a two, are you know what to do? What's up, party people? I don't think I could say that. That's Jeff, Jeff Rogan's thing. Oh my God. Dawn has seeped into my brain. You know, Jeff Rogan, Joe Rogan's uh, second cousin. That was just a slip of the tongue. Um, but yeah, I mean, how's it going, people? I, I, I figured I'd do a little Facebook Live here today because I think we could all use a nice hangout session. Um, and as you can see, I have my ukulele here, getting it all warmed up and tuned up. Uh, I'm getting ready for the Somewhere Over the Rainbow collaboration. It's going to be really good. I've gotten a lot of submissions already. Thank you to everybody who has uh, participated. I put the soft deadline for this Friday, uh, October 9th, and we could still make that the deadline, but I'm still getting some people that need some things recorded or that want to uh, have a little bit more time with it, so we can take our time with this. We don't have to rush it. Let's do it right. Not right now. And uh, yeah, so I've just actually been, been plucking away at the the old uke and it's funny that i was actually playing this just kind of getting warmed up about three or so hours ago before recording this and um a friend shush gosh running this board around here anyway uh, i was just doing a little uh plucking around and getting warmed up uh, for this very thing, and what this is is just a uh, a little chat that we're gonna have here. I don't really have a format to it. I do have a couple of things that I'm gonna mention and uh, bring up throughout this uh, throughout this live video. But at the same time, I I want it to be uh, more of an open forum. I put a little post on the Rad Podcast group. Since uh, you're all here watching this video, you probably already seen the the post. But if you haven't, it's just call a call out see what you wanted to talk about um and there's a lot of really interesting topics that i think we could pull from it and uh have a little roundhouse roadhouse uh roundabout discussion right um as best as i can i will try to get your points across and your answers across as well um <clears throat> we're going to talk some of the mumbo jumbo uh i have a friend of mine uh they're actually old uh not old well Eh, they're old to me, I guess. No, I, I love you, Chad and Carissa. Um, we actually had the, on the podcast not too long ago, Chad and Carissa are, are good friends who live up in the, the South Lake Tahoe area. Um, they actually started a new distribution center, like this really massive project that they've been working on. If you listen to the podcast, you, you know what I'm talking about uh, vaguely. We still kind of have to be vague about it, but um, they're out in Nevada now and they're fully operational and it's a really impressive thing to see. Uh, if you go to The Real McCoy Nevada on Instagram, it's just The Real McCoy, one word, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-M-C-C-O-Y underscore Nevada. And uh, they're doing a lot of great videos on on the cultivation of 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 marijuana and all of the other things that they could do with it. They've, they have a mad scientist lab there. I'm telling you, it looks like a super lab from breaking bad. It's, it's massive. They've got all these state of the art equipment and it's really cool to see all this stuff coming together. Um, so I, I, I implore you to go over there and if you are a Nevada resident, they're actually doing a little a really cool thing, uh, that involves the show, uh, with rad radio and my cutout. We, you know, we have uh, cardboard cutouts here. See, 
Um, I'm doing a Facebook Live video. So if you're listening back to this on the podcast, you, you, you can't really. So look at your speakers and see. We have a cardboard cutout audience, studio audience, that's uh, been living with us for a little bit over a month now. It's been a fun way to uh, get get involved and, and have everybody uh, get in, included to the best possible ways we can to get close to you, uh, you maggots. So uh, we were doing a, I forgot what I was saying with this, but I think it had something to do with the cutouts. Um, oh, oh, my cutout. That's right. The real McCoy, Nevada. See, I've been having a little bit too much of the, the samples of the real McCoy out there in Nevada. Oof, that's good stuff. Anyways, um, they're doing a really cool thing on, on give, uh, giveaways. I believe it's every Friday. Um, they're doing something and the, the post is really sweet. It, they, they, um, put my cardboard cutout in and around the area of the, the distribution center where they're growing and they're cultivating all of the, uh, the marijuana there. And it's a really impressive, really cool laboratory. You really have to go check it out. Um, I do it no justice in trying to describing it, but, um, having seen it firsthand, it is state of the art. It is amazing to see what they can do with, with this, uh, with this plant. And that's ultimately medicine for, for the people. And that was the point they wanted to get it to the masses, um, so they can help, all you people. And right now it's only in Nevada. Um, but yeah, if you go up there on every Friday, you uh, tag your flower loving friend and tell them about your favorite cannabis product and why you will both be entered into the raffle and winners will be announced, uh, I, I guess, every mother the following Monday. Now, Chad and Carissa, you could probably call me out on this and let me know if I'm given too much information and this isn't like something you're doing every Friday. So I hope that I'm do giving it justice. Um, but it's really cool because you can actually see my cardboard cutout on their on their uh, post every Friday for those giveaways. I thought that was a pretty sweet uh, gesture. Um, it was funny, too, because we actually that was the first autographed cardboard cutout of like an individual other than I think Rob. I think he got one. But um, and I'm not bragging. It was just funny because like we we all sign it. Right. And then Rob like put like a neck tattoo on it. I think I think it was a neck tattoo of just his signature. It doesn't look like a tattoo, um, but and it, it's just a funny placement because you can see it. You can see his his uh, handwriting, but they, I guess you can like adjust it so you don't actually see the signature on my neck. But I, I might get that tattooed on my neck someday. Maybe maybe that'll be my wacky DJ thing of of making a million bucks or something. I don't know. Um, how are you feeling lately? Uh, I just want to do a little check in here. I'm, I'm not even paying attention to the to the <laughs> to the comments. I got to catch up here. Um, let's see. Jackie says, "Man, Brandon, you're really up late for someone that works so early." Yes, I I work long days. I've got a pretty large load to deal with. Um, but you know, it's we're just trying to have our own lives as well. We don't want to necessarily. Uh, I like doing things at night. I don't know. I feel a little bit more creative, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more in my element. I, I kind of miss being a night owl. If I didn't work for the show, I don't know if I would. Um, well, I would do whatever it took to make a living. But yeah, I think I, I prefer to be a night owl. I, I kind of switch things up over uh, vacations and on the weekends even. I stay up a little bit later as best I can. I'm usually out like a light by eight or nine. Um, but yeah, this is a little bit later, but it's not so bad. I, mean, it's not, I, I figured you people would like it about this time. Are you all people going to bed right now? I hope not. Ah, mm. oh, hey Lisa, what's up? How's Texas? I hear it's beautiful this time of year. Actually, I don't know what it is. This is it pretty balmy and hurricaney? That's what I thought it might be. Oh, sorry. Best. We're just trying to have fun here. I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything by that. Um, 
<laughs> Tristo says, hey, Brano, how high, high are you right now? Uh, just a smidge, just a smidge, not too much. Um, if you must know, it's been a long day. And so I am... I am running on uh, the fumes, as they say, but I actually thought it would just be fun to open up and have a casual conversation. So I, I'm more casual than I normally am, and uh, it feels good. I mean, I'm not even wearing pants right now. That's how casual I am. Um, Stephanie says, hi. Hello. Uh, Mark says, good to see you, dude, but go home. I, You know, this is like second home. It's not that big a deal. Come on, you people are raining on my parade. I'm just trying. Allison. Yes, I'm still at work, and this is okay. This is totally normal. I'm I'm fine. Oh my goodness, you people! But I really appreciate the the support and you looking out for me. I, I am really good. This is kind of a normal thing for me. Mondays are my gauntlet. It's just how it works. It's always worked that way. Um, Allison says, "Thank you for all these posts. I'm learning new fun strains for the next round of indoor. Uh, not Nevada local, but love the posts on Insta. Ah, uh, yes, to the real McCoy." Um, Alice, it, it is a really cool page. So you can actually see the developments of, of, of the flower and they get really, really good macro shots of, of the flower. And it almost looks like they're, they're sea creatures, like sea anemones or, you know, it's really cool to see what they could do, um, with, with the science of it all. And I, it's science, you know, I gotta, I gotta get it back there and, and see it all in action. The last time I was up at the, the their development, their area, their building, I can't give away too much information. It was somewhere at an undisclosed location and uh, it was still put, the walls are still being put up and it was still looking beautiful and immaculate, but I, I should do like a little video tour of it. That'd be really cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is live video people. Uh, Lindsay says, hi Brando. Glad to see you live. Cindy says, he said load. I did quite a while ago, but it's still funny. Cynthia says, greetings from Nashville. Hooey! Oh, all you people are complaining about me being up at eight, it's seven thirty p.m. on the West Coast. How, how? What time is it in Nashville? Is it uh, three hours ahead there? I don't remember. I didn't memorize my timetables. Ah, I get it. Timetables and not timetables. Oh, jeez. I should. I should probably go to bed. Brett says I'm at the gym. Brett, oh, check me out. Are you at the? Uh, are you at the gym? That's an undisclosed location because uh, you don't want to get the, them narked on. Or is this like one of those gyms where you're like in the, the parking lot? I'm honest question. Honest to God, not trying to be a dick. Um, I, I wonder what uh, the gym is like these days. I, I drive by one uh, close to my house. It's They basically created the parking lot into a giant gym with a covered tent. Um, and you have to get wristbands to get in there, I guess. Um, like you're at Coachella. So you get access to the... The equipment and everybody has to wear masks while they're um, while they're working out. I thought that's 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 a thing. Yeah, so I mentioned uh, over the rainbow is going to be the next collaboration by Is, and uh, I've got a lot of people on it. I've got a lot of prod heads that are uh, out there getting their groove on with all of their uh, recordings. And I'm still getting some submissions, planning on coming in this week. So if we need to push it another week, it's totally fine. Like I said, I don't want to rush this. This is just one of those songs that is, is a very, it can be polarizing. Some people hate it, but for different reasons, then it's not just beautiful, but it uh, might elicit not the best emotions, but then there's others who uh, find it to be a really fond song and, and something that reminds us of loved ones and, and good times past. And I think that we could all use that. So yeah. Why not? Oh, and I was mentioning earlier, before uh, I got started with this whole thing, 
one of the reasons why I busted this out is plucking around and just getting warmed up. And uh, somebody messaged me and said, I last minute request, would you sing happy birthday or say happy birthday in like a video message? Yeah, that's what it was. Say happy birthday in some sort of video message and just uh, just like a belated birthday to uh, this listener named Dan. I thought, why not? Uh, but then, but then I thought, well, there's people that like sell this stuff, and I'm not, I'm not gonna sell a 30 second video of me saying uh, happy birthday and even a belated birthday. I just feel like you'd get like you know you charge half for something like a belated birthday. But th- there's these whole web services where you can go up and get celebrities to basically wish you. A happy birthday um and i've i've seen some friends have done this uh actually my good friend michael luna actually had a voice actor uh, who does batman uh, i just can't i can't remember the name off of the top of my head but he got uh what's his name is gonna kevin conroy that's his name um the, the voice of batman and bruce wayne in the animated version of it you know with uh, the the killing joke and mark hamill as the joker um he got uh, Conroy to wish his wife, Selena, a happy birthday. And I thought that was really cool. I thought, and, but then, you know, of course, these celebrities are going to capitalize on this stuff. But it's like a really cool, like, little capture of getting to be a little bit more close to those people that you look up to or, you know, you, fan, you fantasize about, I guess. That could work, too. Um, so I decided instead of just doing, like, a belated birthday wish and just say hey this is brandon from rad radio happy belated birthday dan i thought i would actually sing a song so i uh prefaced it by saying happy belated birthday dan um i heard you a really good boy so i'm going to play you a song that i ripped off from the rad radio show and so from brandon and the rest of the rad radio show here you go I did it with a few less mess ups there. And this is where I would normally say edit when I'm recording this on my own and be like, oh, then I'll go back in and I'll like scrub all the mistakes. And then it would just sound like it was a smooth transition. But nope, not this time because it's a Facebook live video. Got to keep it all in there. This is live, folks. Punch you in the face. Happy, happy birthday. I'll punch you in the face. Happy, happy birthday. I'll eat your fucking cake. Actually, that's a different version. I didn't do that version. That's a good version, though. Happy birthday. Eat your fucking cake. <laughs> I did it so much better in rehearsal. Let's try it again. Your fucking face. I hope Dan is a, an adult <laughs> because I didn't bleep it and I'd feel awful if uh, Dan was like a kid <clears throat> and they were all playing that around the table or Zoom or whatever they're doing for the birthday. And uh, that's me being a jackass. But it was something similar to that. See, I don't want to recreate I was trying to recreate it, but let's be honest. 
magic happens when it happens. And those versions weren't so bad. But I got to tell you, the version that I sent over was much better. By far. Um, Sarah Hudson, are you going to play something for us, she asks. Where were you just now? I played. And it wasn't very good. <laughs> but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, Luis says, hey, I hope you do this more often. I could do this more often. This is a good exercise because, you know, it gets you out and a little bit more social. And it just sucks because I can't, like, have you talk back to me. And I think that would be fun. But then we'd have, like, those really confusing Zoom things. And maybe we do a Zoom date. Maybe I, like, do a raffle. And uh, you could be in the first broadcast Zoom meeting where it's an actual round table where we can all talk to each other. I don't know. Just just spitballing here. Uh, let me write that down. Spitball. Yeah, that's a good note. I like that. <clears throat> Jill says, good evening, all. Hello, Jill. I actually have uh, one of your suggestions <clears throat> on the post that I uh, had posted on the broadcast group. Soliciting for this very occasion. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. I loved all of your answers. Um, it, it, there was a couple of in, in particular that I wanted to touch on that you guys suggested that we should maybe talk about, but also, uh, before I get to those, I, I want to kill some time by saying, have you been feeling weird lately? Have you been feeling something, something off? Um, I don't know. I don't really know if I, I, can, I can't speak for everybody, but it does feel like there's something strange happening around here. Um, and, and, and cosmically philosoph, not philosophically, but, uh, energetically things just seem to be tense. Um, in general. And I think a lot of it has to do with this full moon and these new cycles we're going through during o October, which leads me to a little bit of the woo-woo, a little bit of the mumbo-jumbo, but we all love that here. We're all in good company. It's all good. And uh, I actually got a message from uh, from a fellow prodhead, and I don't know if they want their name disclosed, um, but there were other questions prompted about this very subject, and I had it right here. Yeah, I even I came prepared with all these stacks of papers and I didn't even organize into the one that I needed. This is live video, people. I'm telling you, this this is what you get. Ah, here we go. I am prepared. Here we go. So uh there I'll just let the, the, the message speak for itself. Uh, uh this person says, I hope I'm not bothering you, but I have an opportunity to join a paranormal investigation team, and I was just wondering what your experience on some investigations have been like. I'm so excited to do this as an empath and with uh, some mediumship qualities. I'm also super nervous about it. Any advice for a newbie? Now, this message was sent like a month ago almost, and you know, I, I said uh you know, I had to I wanted to give that response the time of day and i ended up sitting on it and then all of a sudden it popped up today and i'd forgotten to write back oh it's like my biggest one of my biggest pet peeves is not responding in a timely fashion so i apologize but um the the, the biggest question and concern that this individual had was staying grounded and assertive um and that uh, life is very naturally leading this person to this opportunity so it very much like uh, feels like a sign that this is a path i need to be on this person, not me, but I am on a similar path. Um, I'm just honestly still a little fearful and that's some, not something I want to bring on a case. You definitely don't want to bring in fear into a case on a paranormal investigation, but 
sometimes that fear is exactly so when i'm when i hear you say fear i think of i'm thinking that you are um scared of getting dark entities to attach to you maybe you think that your fear of negative energy might draw in more which can be the case sometimes and if you've heard any of our uh, investigations with sac spirit in previous episodes you'll know that they there's a um they do gravitate more towards the fear. When you have a fear-like response, it almost amplifies your reception to those entities, especially those ones that feed off of fear. But a lot of the times, in, I, in my experience, a lot of the places, a lot of those beings and entities are just there, and they just want to be recognized or uh, just just they, they they want to make contact or they don't. Sometimes they just want to meander about and do what they do. Um, I'm sure if uh, if I can't remember your name, sorry, Melissa and Brent. Um, congratulations on your anniversary, by the way. I believe you just uh, celebrated your anniversary yesterday. I think it was yesterday. All these days are blurring together. It's Blur's Day, I tell you. Um, happy anniversary, Melissa and Brent from uh, Sac Spirit. Uh, but uh, I'm sure that they'll chime in and be able to weigh in on this thread as well. Um, let's see. <laughs> yeah, happy belated birthday, Dan. See, you're getting birthday love from all over. Um, I'm going to let some people kind of filter in with the spirit stuff. And I'm going to go back to one of the things that we were talking about. And that was the Over the Rainbow collaboration. Um, let me see. Let's see what she says. Allison says, I must tell you about the Over the Rainbow song. This is the most healing song for me. I played it at my son's memorial service. Music has always been healing for me. Well, uh, for, for me, well, even before he died, but this song saved my life a million times when I was ready to give up. I would feel like I couldn't breathe, like I was breaking and I had a playlist that had this song on it. And now, seven years later, I still tear up hearing the uke and the verses. So healing, thank you for doing this. The song especially, love it. Love you, Brando. Love you too, Allison. And I can relate to those feelings that you get. Um, you know, in moments of great loss and grief, we turn to often music or or art or some sort of medium that that brings people's vibrations together and ultimately this is one of those songs that is the most kumbaya of of kumbayas um and i think people all around the world feel the same feeling we do to a certain level it might be fondness it might be uh guilt it might be regret it might be you know it could go both ways and you see and so yeah, it's it's a very powerful song, and that's why I want to give it its due justice if we need to give it some more time so I can get everybody involved and give everybody their opportunity to let their star shine, then I will do so. You can't, can't rush art, people. You can do it. Um, Ralph, I could play some uh, Sublime, but uh, I'd have to bust out the old 12-string. And I wasn't prepared to play it, so it might be out of tune, but maybe maybe towards the end I'll play a little Sublime for you. And then we go down back to the uh, spirit talk here. Um, but I guess my best advice to you as uh, a newbie to paranormal investigations is just to be aware, be observant. Don't be paranoid. Um, 
which is like hard to do, hard to tell anybody who's, you know, paranoid, like, oh, don't, don't be paranoid. There's just something, uh, there's something around the corner. Just don't worry about it. There might be something invisible, invisible. that's just gonna, yeah, don't worry about it. No. And, uh, don't tell the voice inside your head that there's something else in this house. No, don't tell them. Um, but have an open mind. And I think that if you create that balance and I, it sounds like you, you know, the basics, you know, that you want to stay grounded. Um, I would make sure that whatever you do going into it, you just, um, prepare yourself mentally, physically. If you have like essential oils that you want to use to help protect you, I know there's, you know, these, these bracelets that have, uh, stones on them that have healing or protective properties. Um, you, you can look into those as well. Uh, if there's a lot of things that you can do with things, but when it comes to using your mind and going into these, it's much more enjoyable and I find rewarding uh, to just have an open mind, open mind about it. I think that it's going to be, I think you're going to be fine. And it's just one of those things you got to jump into. That fear is good. You, you want to be a little bit uncomfortable when you're going into new situations that uh, could ultimately change your whole direction. Um Yes, Courtney, she says the uh, full moon, dude, it had some crazy energy. This this whole cycle, whatever's going on, you know, I know there's a Mercury retrograde coming up. Mars is in retrograde, I guess. And when we always say retrograde, it's usually cosmically something that affects us all to have like really bad days and moods and affected by technology. And I, I buy into a little bit of it, but I think we're ultimately in control of our own destiny or rather the universe is in control of our destiny. So we are whatever you believe you're not in control. We are, we're not in control. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And we just got to adapt to those phases. Um, but yeah, I've been feeling more anxiety lately too, Brett. Um, and he has no clue why things just feel weird to me. Yeah. It's just this tension. There's this, this like it almost, if, if you imagine the air is like a rubber band and it's just like a really, really tense rubber band everywhere. It's just like trying to, I am always working on my ways of describing these energy feelings. And sometimes I feel like I fall so short where people just kind of go, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. But there's visuals that I can, I can see, but I don't can, I can always articulate, which is a shame because I'm on uh, the radio. Um, Ah, Courtney says, I just bought a hematite bracelet. Yes, I, th I think there's some hematite in, in one of these. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but there's uh, a lot of really cool resources out there, ghost adventures, all that stuff. Um, thank you, Anthony. That's a great, great suggestion. But I honestly, if you want to ask anybody, I, I would reach out to Melissa and Brent at Sac Spirit. Now, they might be busy. They might uh, not get to you right away, but they will answer your questions. And they have a lot of resources on that stuff, which I'm sure if you've been following along with the podcast you've, you've already been uh, up to snuff on a lot of that stuff so um what did y'all want to talk about let's give them something to talk about um uh, alex says sure we can tell you how cute your kitties are well kitties are at home they are cute i do know this um you can definitely <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean just Austin said boobs. What do you, you want to talk about boobs? All right. What's your favorite type of boob? Is it the natural boob? Is it the, uh, uh, is it the fake boob? You like it big, you like it small. I prefer the natural state. I, uh, understand fake boobs and I'm, I don't have anything against them. Uh, but 
you know, preferential treatment, I think the real ones are the best, right? Uh, Jill, it's a collaboration with the universe. That's right. We're all together and making this collaboration happen. And that's what this vibration is all about. We're all in this together. Um, even before COVID, we were still all in this together, really. Um, Jason says, keep it light and let's talk about horror movies. All right. Name your favorite horror movie. Go. I will wait. <laughs> I'm not a huge uh, horror movie buff. I can appreciate horror. I uh, lean more towards like the psychological thrillers. Um like seven is probably one of the most predominant ones. You know, the what's in the box thing didn't come from me. A lot of people know that. And it was, I think that was the most disturbing horror movie. Even it's probably a drama thriller. I know horror heads really get very, uh, they get picky and they, there's a, there's a particular, uh, a choosing choice in, in how people like and love their horror movies. And I always find it fascinating. Um, uh, yeah, so it. Uh, Courtney says it. Yes, uh, that's a go-to. I have loved the remake. I, I mean, I think that pretty much goes without saying because we we took listeners to all the premieres for the the two movies. But I do love me some it. I just don't think it's like a horror movie. It, and I felt that way, especially after the second one. It was more of a a story, just a drama, with a little bit of what do you call it? Um, science fiction and and uh native american lore uh, all that stuff in com- combination is always a good time um alex says 88 minutes um ah, is that the one with nick cage where oh was that 88 something millimeter oh i'm, I'm getting them all mixed up um 1408 is my favorite psychological thriller. Now, Danielle, is that the one that's on HBO? That the, is that the, uh, or that's Room 408. I'm sorry, I'm getting that all mixed up. So I think 1408. Let's see what that is. What's that all about? Oh, it's the John Cusack uh, Samuel L. Jackson movie. That's another good psychological thriller. Yeah, they're they're all at this uh, hotel, and it's kind of a whodunit type of, of movie. I like those types of movies. Absolutely, those are fun. Um, and I'd like to try to guess it, you know, you try to figure out who it is, who's, who's the, who was ultimately the culprit or the bad guy. And most of the time I get it right. I, I, my hardest, the hardest part for me is to, uh, contain it because I don't want to give it away for anybody. And, you know, you don't want to be that guy. Um, Manuel's manual, Manuel, I'm sorry. I hope I get that right. Um, 13 ghosts. Ah, what is 13 ghosts? See, I do this master of movies thing, but I don't, I, I was talking about this earlier. It's like you live in your own sphere of movies and then you forget other movies that are out there. Like you just kind of have this roll it. This is how I work. I just have a Rolodex of movies that kind of filter through, but yeah, I don't remember this one. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth, uh, Matthew Lillard, Tony Shalhoub. Okay. Uh, uh what is it? A state-of-the-art remake of the classic William Castle horror film about a family that inherits a spectacular old house. From oh, so this is like House on Haunted Hill, but like state-of-the-art. I got it. I probably just pissed off so many uh, evil <laughs> horror movie buffs. I'm sorry. Uh, Christy says The Shining. Now that that's a great horror movie, in my opinion. More psychological, but I, I just love that movie. Just I get it's so captivating. It's so Kubrick. 
So of course it's all artsy fartsy and you get, you get into it and everything, but um, it's just a beautifully made movie. And I mean, Jack Nicholson, come on. So good. AJ Rod says the fourth kind that yes, that was a good, that was a good um, sci-fi thriller. I'm almost a horror. Yeah. Because uh, they actually spliced in real footage from real interviews with real victims of abduction I have to do that because uh, it it does seem a little fake, but some of those some of those videos are incredibly real though. And I I did a little bit of research, and a lot of this is done with like the filmmaker, and they they made some of this story up. But there's other footage out there similar to the the kinds that they used in Fourth Kind because they got this idea from somewhere, probably the top men in the government, top men. Um, Dead Alive. Eve says Dead Alive. I don't know what that one is either. I'm going to have a good Halloween this year watching all these movies. Dead Alive. Oh, it's a Peter Jackson movie. Mm, Dead or Alive. Is it Dead or Alive? Or is it Dead Alive? We will never know until Eve responds to my question. Gary says Cabin in the Woods. That was okay. I mean, it was fun. It kind of came out around the same era as uh, like uh, Jeepers Creepers and I guess the Saw movies were out in a similar time period where they had to just go over the top with scenarios on uh, t- to get you interested just to see those brutal kill scenes. And I, hey, bravo, that's good creative stuff, but it just didn't really, <laughs> didn't really tickle my fancy, if you know what I mean. Um, Train to Busan was an amazing zombie movie. I have heard that, Alex. I should definitely check that out. Um, <laughs> Curtis says Rolodex. I think you just lost everyone with that term under the age of 20. Yeah, you're probably right. But mental Rolodex is the perfect visual. I guess, what would it be now? Uh, my phone? Probably. Uh, Candyman. Raquel says, Candyman. I tried to watch that recently and I couldn't get into it. There's some movies that it's hard to get into it because of the older production quality, but then there's others that are endearing and you love those movies for their uh, originality and and campiness, but also the artistic side of of everything. Um, I'm definitely, I'm on the fence with that one. Um, Let's see. Cody says, are you covering songs? I am not covering songs tonight. I came ill prepared to do so. Um, But I think that would be a fun afternoon type of live session, right? Maybe just do like a small set list of maybe five or six songs. Because I did uh, Celebrity Birthdays, or not Celebrity Birthdays. Sorry, that's what we used to call uh, the birthday segment here at Rad Radio eons ago. Um, (laughs) I did the birthday song uh, because somebody requested it for their birthday. So I did a little video to... Uh, pop over to their friend, and uh, I, I sang a version of the Eat Your Fucking Cake, Happy Happy Birthday, or I'll Punch You in the Face song that we use on the Red Radio, and I did a little uke version. It was pretty good, if you ask me, myself. Um, Douglas says, Hellraiser, Pinhead Rocks. I never got into Hellraiser. And I think that was because I was uh, kind of a pussy when I was uh, young, and it's Poltergeist scared the shit out of me. Raiders of the Lost Ark scared the shit out of me. And so I think that uh, I, I stayed away from Hellraiser because of the pinhead thing. And so I, I, I need to revisit these franchises that I've passed on because 
of fear of being when I was a child. And I just never have revisited. Not because I'm afraid. I'm not that afraid, but I, I could, I, I just need to do it. And you know, that's cause that's all we have now is time. All we have is time. That was Pink Floyd's time verbatim. Probably going to be paying out the ass for those royalties. Sorry. Sorry. Let's put it on my tab. Uh, Gary says the 2020 election. Look into it. Look into it. Got to sign off soon. Hope to have more tunes to you in the near future. Thank you, Gary. Good night, old man. Uh, hopefully you got your dentures out and uh, you're all good to go. Um, Gary also said earlier on in the conversation uh, that I never take time off and took Monday through Wednesday because of this stuff going on, hoping I can recenter and get music back to the forefront. Me too. And a lot of the times in my, in my case, I feel that by the time I finally get relaxed enough and in the zone to play some music, I just want to just zone out and relax. And so by doing stuff like this, it, it kind of, it takes me out of my comfort zone a little and forces me to uh, engage in the instrument. You want to make sure that you uh, have a firm grip on the instrument and uh, that you keep it nice and clean. Um, you want to, you want to really love your instrument and really stroke it sometimes just to reassure it that it's okay. It's, it's a nice piece of hardwood. It's, it's good, hard wood, thin, but good wood. Um, yes, Ruth says it's very difficult to sleep nowadays. I agree. And so I, I try to purge all of my energy throughout the day and then uh, get a nice sleep in. I've started using melatonin. I don't know if anybody else uses that, um, but if you take too much, it'll make you super groggy and give you a nice brain fog for the rest of the day. Um, so I don't suggest doing that. I'd suggest taking half of one of the recommended doses if you are sensitive to such a thing. But melatonin seems to be uh, helping me out a little bit. So there's the update on my sleep status for you. I know you weren't asking for it. Uh, um, let's see. This is where I will edit. I'll be like, I'll go through the, the actual audio of it and I'll be like, the whole time killers doesn't work. Um, yes, Kelly, the best wood is hard. So one, a few couple more days, one more thing, uh, before we get this thing wrapped up because you people are right. I do need to get to bed and you do too. You have big, busy days ahead of you. Um, so before I, uh, I started recording this today, I wanted to, I briefly just go through my feeds and, and check everything out just to see if there's something like last minute breaking news that I, I feel like covering. And, um, the, uh, th there was something that popped up on my, it was either Instagram. Yeah, I think it was Instagram and I don't remember who it was, but there was a random post from somebody uh, that got me wise to this book called 365 Caregiving Tips, Practical Tips from, just the tips, Practical Tips from Everyday Caregivers. And it's not just for people who care for others. 
Um, it's for people, you know, for self-love and, and all this. So the basic synopsis is here. The authors have different caregiving experiences, but share a common bond, a strong sense of advocacy and a desire to help others while having a little fun. We know that caregiving is tough emotionally, physically, spiritually, and intellectually. We also know it can be rewarding and full of love, surprises, and adventures. Sometimes we laugh, cry, or scream, but always the ad we advocate and always su we support each other. So this is clearly written by a community of people who want to help each other. And I, I don't know, sometimes it helps to just get a little reassurance and you don't want to reach out to people and, uh, and and you know you're like am i okay is everything okay like you don't want to live in that type of mindset all the time and i i can get stuck in those those modes and it, it it's crippling sometimes but i feel like if we had just more encouraging words um like there's there's somebody that i follow on instagram she's a listener uh, uh she's maggot she listens to the show and she's also a product i think um and her name is garfield kelly on uh instagram she posts multiple uh, positive quotes. And I'm sorry, Kelly, if you're not wanting me to give out your, your screen name, but if you just search for Garfield Kelly, <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing it until you tell me not to. Um, there, she posts positive posts and, and quotes every single day. And I find myself just being in a little bit of a better mood when I see those posts. And, and so I try to incorporate a lot of those positive reinforcements and thinking into my day because I, I'm, I can be one of the first people to tell you, uh, that I don't treat myself the way that I should. Um, so to have a little bit of support, I thought that, you know, maybe I just share this book and I've just, I picked it up for three ninety nine on Amazon Kindle. It's, it's a light read and it's just got, uh, you know, some, some really cool tips in there for, for, to get, help you get through. And I think that in any facet, we're all doing some sort of caregiving, whether it be for ourselves or for a literal, uh, parents or young ones or, you know, teachers, uh, you're teaching your own kids now for parents. Like this stuff is all really positive and reinforcing. Um, and so I just wanted to get you wise to that, uh, before I left, I think there's something I'm missing. Kelly, Kelly, you said, sounds great. Always good to have some self-love. That's right. It is. We all need to love ourselves a little bit more, but I feel like I'm missing something and it's going to kick me in the nose. Oh, uh, the witching hour. Courtney had asked about the witching hour. And a lot of people were super helpful on uh, the broadcast group. Mentioning that the 3 a.m. hour is the witching hour. And I, some of it I believe, but I think a lot of what might be occurring during that time is that there's a stillness on the world. Now, just to give you a, a little I on the, uh, the the witching hour uh, it's it's basically the time where there's more spiritual activity um, that witches claim to get a lot of their work done around that time because it's uh, it's it's the witching hour um, and it, it's actually turned into some sort of uh, myth mythological fear among people in some groups so that around that time that's the time you should fear the spirits will come and get you but I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that we are all on uh, a certain, we're all in a cycle, right? We're all just like the moon, just like the seasons. We're all on cycles, just like periods. We're, we're all pretty consistent. And I think that the way that we've catered our lives to this specific clock that really doesn't exist, uh, we have conditioned ourselves around the elements 
so that, you know, we're asleep and, and everything's still and quiet at night. And I think just around that time, we're just a little bit more cognizant of things. And so there's, I don't think it's something to be afraid of. Um, and I'm sorry, if you've already covered this in the group, I, I'm kind of retouching on it and giving my spin on it. So if you've already read it and you're like, oh, dude, you don't even know what you're talking about. You're crazy. You just think you know everything about the woo-woo, but I don't. I, nobody, we don't, we don't know everything. And that's okay. Um, da, 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 ba, ba, ba. Courtney uh, is the one who posed that question in the podcast group. And Jana says, same here. I always wake up around the same time every night and check my phone. And the time is around the same time every night between 2.45 and 3.30. Oh, the, I wonder if that's just because that's the time I'm waking up. That's literally when my first alarm goes off and my last alarm goes off. 2.45 earliest. 3.30 is like, okay, got to get up, get out of bed, or you're going to be late to work. Um, I get in the shower and I'm out the door. So I wonder, I wonder if there's some sort of, uh, ticking going on, some sort of grand clock, uh, maybe a monstrance clock for all you ghost fans out there. Oh, did you see? I got a ghost poster in here. It's like a, it's, um, 3d. If you twist it one way and the other, um, a boner appears. Maybe I'll show that to you someday. I have shown it off on a previous episode of the podcast when I was holed up in my office. So if you've seen it then, you you, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen the ghost penis. Um, Cody says, Brandon, any more sack spirit this month? Also, have you gotten yourself a spirit box? Uh, last question first. No, I haven't gotten myself a spirit box. Um, I thought about getting one, but I, I kind of cherish my time with the sack spirit people. And I like that they have their equipment. And it's not like I don't want to own my own. But I don't really see a need to. And I have more of enjoyment experiencing those moments like with the spirit box with the sex uh, spirit crew. So that is one. That, that's just one thing that, you know, I'm not necessarily going to rush out and get. But I'm definitely interested in getting more meters and, and doing things a little bit more independently just so I can get honed in on the science of it all uh, on my own. Um, let's see. Uh, Kaylee says, today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. Shout aloud, I am lucky to be what I am. Beautifully said. I think that we need more, more of this positivity uh, permeating out there. And I'm going to try to do these a little bit more often. It just feels good to, to just hang out and uh, talk with you guys. Yes, I know. Burning the midnight oil, Jason. I'm a hard worker and sometimes I work hard. Sometimes. Uh, that's all I got, guys. Unless you want to like hit me with some random questions. Laura says, go Yankees. How about them Yanks? Uh, name that movie. Ben Kingsley. Uh, Ethan. No, not Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hawke. Uh, can't remember the name. Lucky number 11. That's the movie. Look it up. I think lucky number 11 hung Epstein. Look into it. Lucky number 11 is a very underrated movie, by the way, right next to Memento. Look into it. Um, Gary says, I'm taking the boys to the beach tomorrow with our dog. Any special objects to look for when it comes to the voodoo that you do? Um, I'd leave nature where it is. I don't think that uh, you need to bring anything home with you if it looks like something interesting. I mean, obviously, 
the world is your oyster. But uh, the way I look at it is if you like go to Glass Beach, you don't take the glass from the beach. You leave the glass there. Um, or if it's like an artifact of some sort, you, you know what happened to Indiana Jones when he tried to swap the, the little gold statue with the bag of sand? Balls went rolling after him. Giant balls. He almost got consumed by giant balls. Well, a ball. Just one ball. Um, but yeah, I don't really think that uh, there's anything in particular that you can find. Just keep an eye out for something unique. And maybe there is something that's possessed. Ah, Veronica says, I was just scrolling through Facebook and I see your face. Shouldn't you be going to bed soon? It's only 8.15. What? You people. Uh, Kaylee says, uh, Callie, Kelly, Kaylee, Brando. It's such a joy to doing these Facebook lives. Keep on keeping on. I will. That's all I know how to do. It's the best thing I can do these days. Uh, Douglas Keegan says, uh, what's your thoughts on Derek Carr? Go Raider Nation. Raiders. I think Carr is looking great. I think he's uh, just the insurance we need for a uh, successful season. Go Raiders. Um, Gary says, good point. I will not look into it tomorrow. Yeah, don't look into it. I said, look into it and put on your tinfoil hat. I said, look into it and put on your tinfoil hat. Look into it. So that's, this is how magic is created. Uh, it's a little bit more involved than that, but it really just does start with just mumbling things and putting things together and hoping it all fits. That's going to do it for me, everybody, anybody, prod, squad, land out there. Thank you so much for hanging out. Um, this was fun. I I honestly came prepared with pages and pages and pages of, of fun things that were actually not really as fun at all as what we uh, talked about, but I can't prepare it anyway. Um, but next time I'll be more prepared with music because I keep threatening, but I did do the birthday song. I might have to do a uh, post that video on uh, the socials as they say in Kidland. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out. I need to get to sleep. I love you all. Namaste, bitches. The Rad 